When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Third and final hour of the Six Rings postgame show here on Boston Sports Original. WEEI, it is well into the Monday hours, but it is not a moral victory Monday. No, we have declared it here on Six Rings, another effing loss Monday. It doesn't quite have the same ring. It doesn't have the same alliteration, but it, it kind it of works. works true, Andy. It fits. does. It fits. It's not flowy, but it's true. It's exactly. Definitely not flowy, Joe Braverman. Good call on that one. By the way, Andy, what do we make, before we jump back to the calls, what do we make of this Tyreek Hill hootenanny after the game? When, uh, let's let's let you guys hear this. Tyreek was pressed about, or rather asked about the environment tonight, and he had this to say about his favorite people in football, the Foxborough faithful. Oh, it felt, it felt tremendous, man. Um, those those fans are, you know, some of the worst fans in the, in, in the NFL. Thank you. And, I, and I'm going to stand on that, man, because they're, they are real nasty. Mm-hmm. Some of the things that they were saying wasn't, you know, I wouldn't say in church. So, um, yeah, it felt great to uh, wave goodbye to the fans, and I'll do it again. Bye. Hmm. Some Bye. of the worst fans in the Bye. Some of the worst fans in the You didn't exactly do Cheetah Fingers too much tonight, buddy, but uh, at the same time, bye. Now, am I... Where is he? What's what's this moral compass nonsense? What is this high ground crap that he's try, that he's preaching here? Am I remembering correctly that when he was with the Chiefs, he had mm-hmm. an incident with them in the uh, Putnam Club end zone thing there? Yeah. They someone threw a, a beverage, or someone threw a beverage okay. at him. So the, he's got a thing with Fox Pro fans. This they is don't a like long-standing him. thing. I don't think a lot of fans outside of his own particular fans like him very much. Well, and that's where I retweeted and said Moral Compass checking in like, uh, we're going to take advice on how to be a good human being from Tyreek Hill, great football player. If you want to advise me how to run really quickly and mm-hmm. motion routes and all those mm-hmm. things, I'll listen to you. Yeah, how you to want turn- to tell me how to be a good person and what I shouldn't shouldn't do and say yeah. and all those things, you can stick that up your keister, buddy, and take it back to Miami yeah. with you. That said, and I just asked you this off-air, Fitzy, you'd take him in a heartbeat, correct? Oh, sure. <laughs> Absolutely, because you need with playmakers. A, with a team, just an absolute deficit of game-breaking yeah. talent and speed. Sure. So, I but we all, church. we all, what, by the way, also, what church weird. does he You're not in a to? church, you're at Gillette. Like, things are said in football right. stadiums. It's football. Like, I was waiting for this to go down what road? Yes. Like, the, racial, yes. oh, they yep. said yep. this. Now, did they say you're like a uh, woman puncher? I believe that's on the record. Like, uh, like there's certain things you've done that are on the record. Did they say you suck? I hate you. What? Like, are those the terrible things? Because you know, those... you're a piece of garbage. It's football. Yeah. It's football fans. That's They're how it works. up. They've been enjoying Sunday afternoon beverages since three in the afternoon right. or whatever, or three twenty-five, whenever the gates open and they were allowed to park their vehicles and their RVs outside the stadium. And how it... you how you it welcome. Those types of criticisms by, as you said, throwing up the fingers in the middle of the, Like, if you're mm-hmm. going to be that guy. And doing backflips in the yeah. end zone on yeah. touchdowns. You're going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to get it from opposing fan bases. Now, you should like it. I would think that would fuel you, and you should love waving to them and sticking it to them and beating them, although you didn't do a ton to actually make it happen. But, yeah, I'm not going to take any kind of advice. Um, I did want to get back to, though, real quick, before we get back to the calls, mm-hmm. the idea that these the, the quiet locker room took mm-hmm. it hard. And then Matthew Judon stepping to the podium and saying, 
before I take questions, he wanted to say something. Mm-hmm. This is not a bad football team. So you at least acknowledge the possibility this is a bad. You know what I mean? Like they're starting to question, is this a bad football team internally? Yeah, that was not the response to a question. That was him offering something up. He's trying to pick his guys up just the same way Mac did. Mac struck a different tone this week as opposed to it's on me. I put us in a bad spot. He didn't jump out and say, like, I can't throw that pick to Parker. I can't do that. It was more just about, like, trying to find the will and the determination to turn this around and make sure they pick up a win because losing the first two games of the season, tough. Losing them at home, very tough. Before we uh, get into the questions, man, we, bro, we're going to talk from. Well, we're going to confuse everybody. We're going to talk from a place of praise. Um, we're going to talk from a place of gratitude. We get to play this game. Game, well, I know we lost. I know it lo- it looks bad. You, you 2-0, you start 2-0. But it's not a bad team. You started 0-2. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not If you good. were 2-0, we'd be happy. But it's the manner in which they've lost. Like, if they – I almost I, – I can't help but wonder if they had just gotten throttled in both games. If they'd be, if it would just sort of like, if it would be as bad. Because we keep talking about like, oh, the improvements they've made. Mac looks better. They did this, they did that. That's great. You know, they're they're turning the corner. These losses feel eerily reminiscent of how these games went in the tail end of last year and the season before that. There's just, there's, they just can't break through. What is it that is dogging this team? Talent. Is it the lack of talent? I think it's very simple. Like, I, I actually don't think it's that hard to get to the bottom to it's talent. But I think it's different to say, if you remember year one with Matthew Judon, I don't know what their record was, two and three, something like that. And it was, we're better than our record says we are. We're better. It was a positive spin mm-hmm. on it. This is, this is not a bad football team. That means they're pondering, are we a bad football team? Like, that's at least a thought in his head. I'm going to say that's a thought or an air, an aura, a feeling that was in that locker room. I think this team is on the precipice. I, I really do. I think they are questioning everything about everything because of this poor start. And it's funny because it isn't that poor. It isn't that far like, No. They're and, a play away in two games in a row against two teams that very well may be, may be playoff teams. Especially if Aaron Rodgers comes back. When he heals miraculously. Maybe Ayusaka, he gets a, whatever that stuff's called. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah, that's fancy. that's fancy speak for deer antler spray. Is that what it is? Just like Ray Lewis worked for him. John in Winthrop, how are you? Hey, what's going on? Ah, you know the usual, just hanging out late in the morning talking about another nut punch loss. So I heard you guys saying, you know, what's going on with this team? I'll say this right now. Mac, I was at the game. Mac did not lay an egg. Mac played all right. I'll say this right now. Bill Belichick might have been the problem. I'm not going to lie. He had a couple questionable coaching decisions. Mm-hmm. Belichick, I don't know. He's he's a little different without Brady. That's how he is. Yep. A little different without Brady. He doesn't have the same firepower he has on offense. That's how it goes. Well, but- Mac did make a few mistakes, and we thank you for the call, John. Uh, Mac- yeah, no one said he laid an no, egg. It was, no. The no question is- he made a few mistakes, but he also made some really good throws. And again, the compete in the will to go right down to the wire, trying to sling it and make a play, that's great. The pick to Parker with Xavier Howard in coverage, not great. Um, checking out of third and one after they get they get nine yards on first down, second and one, they run up the gut. Instead of th- on third down, 
you know, I think Mac checked out of some sort of play, went to that pitch wide right. That was just Javon Holland destroyed that play. No like, boy, no. Bad call. No boy, no. Check with me. How about no? Stick with. The but ball. I don't think anyone. I mean, I mean, that's just. I'm, I know I'm picking Pepper out of fly blank. I get it. That's what my dad used to say. But I, we're being hypercritical in in defeat right now and analytical of the team. No, but I don't think anybody is being hypercritical of Mac. I hear no. very few, other than our morning show, mm-hmm. uh, people that say Mac sucks. He's terrible. Right. No, no, no. He's mediocre. He's journeyman level. Mm-hmm. He's he's fine. No, not part of the solution, but he's not the biggest problem. Right? Like, if you... I think a lot of people... Like, I've said this. By the way, I forgot to tell you that I did find out this week one very important thing, that Dolphins fans uh-huh. are far bitchier and more sensitive than oh, any Patriots yeah. fan I've ever met. Oh, yeah. They're tough. They they're a tough are. Breed. You know how we say the C word on mm-hmm. the uh, Six Rings podcast? Mm-hmm. They're the C word. And I mean the C word. <laughs> I actually mean it this time. Wow. Good thing it's after um, 1 o'clock. But they... I think if you put Mac with Mike McDaniel and the talent on the Dolphins, or if you put Mac with in Brock Purdy's spot mm-hmm. on the 49ers, oh my God, I think he's he'd be fine. Yeah, he is a he's a product of quarterback. The, product of the yeah, he's a capable quarterback who ultimately is a product of the talent surrounding him. Right now, or lack he has of. a bad offensive line. He has an uncertain set of weapons and receivers. Who's going to be out there? Who can make a play? I mean, the only thing that has settled in, and and continuing, I think, the summer. Hunter Henry's a pretty good tight end. Yep. Hunter Henry's his go-to guy. Hunter Henry can make some plays. If everybody was as consistently effective as Hunter Henry, this would be a much better football team, right, in mm-hmm. all phases of the game. Yes, Problem he had a great is, summer. No he is. was healthy. He trained well. He said he was able consistent? to attack the offseason. Who else I don't is consistent know. on this team? Maybe, maybe Christian Gonzalez. Maybe yep. I'll throw him in there. For a damn rookie to go against those two receivers last week, these two receivers this week, and to hold his own, have an interception, out-jump Tyreek Hill for a play, which well, he should. I can, He's tell, taller, I can but... tell you in terms of consistency, I think that Ezekiel Elliott was consistently underwhelming. Juju Smith-Schuster has been consistently you know, underwhelming. Good. I don't um, want the snark. What about Kendrick Bourne? Bryce Barringer consistently has been booming the ball. Utterly inefficient. Kendrick Bourne has, like, you, last week it was like six for 11, six catches on 11 targets. This week it's like four catches on nine targets. Now, some of this is Mac. Mm-hmm. Deep balls haven't been great. But I don't think Kendrick Bourne's been great or consistently good. Kendrick Bourne went four for 29 tonight. It's uh, also, you got to love when you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people catch passes, including Ooh. your offensive linemen, uh, or eight people catch passes, rather. Uh, and no one averaged more than nine and a half yards a catch. Ew. That's what they're doing now because they have to get rid of the ball so quickly. Again, maybe it's just as simple as the offensive line is causing the majority of the issues. We'll see if they actually can ever get the offensive line that they thought they would have at some point. Calvin Anderson, Michael Wenu, David Andrews, Cole Strange, Trent Brown. Who knows? Will we ever see it together? Maybe next week. Maybe never. God only knows. You know who should root for us not to? Calvin Anderson. Because I think once the rest of the line settles in, people are going to be like, yeah, that guy's really not that good, that Calvin not Anderson. Good but right now he's not the biggest Denver problem. Denver doesn't have a good line, and they let him go. Why do we <laughs> right. have him now? 617-779-7937. There's your number, and this is your trending sports news update with Joe Braverman. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Well, it's the talk of the town for the second straight week. The Patriots come back in the fourth quarter, falls short as they fall to the Miami Dolphins on Sunday Night Football 24-17. to Very last drive for the Pats. It was fourth and four. Mac Jones finds Mike Gesicki, but he laterals it 
to offensive lineman Cole Strange, who falls an inch short of the first down, which quells the comeback attempt. Mac Jones finished for 31 of 42, 231 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Miami, as a team, had 145 rushing yards, including a buck 20 on 20-plus carries from Raheem Mostert, who also scored two touchdowns. Next up for the Pats, Week 3 is their first road game of the season. They'll be at MetLife Stadium to take on the New York Jets. Other notable action around the NFL for Week 2, the Bengals are also sitting at 0-2 after a 27-24 loss to the Baltimore Ravens where Joe Burrow aggravated his right calf injury that he suffered during the preseason. Also, the Chiefs get their first win of the season over Jacksonville on the road, 17-9. And the New York Giants came back from a 28-7 deficit to beat the Arizona Cardinals, 31-28. And for the second straight day, the Red Sox were victims to a walk-off loss from the Toronto Blue Jays. The final score, 3-2. Matt Chapman with a game-winning double off of Garrett Whitlock, completing the series sweep of the Red Sox. Boston will now head to Arlington to start a three-game set with the Texas Rangers, which kicks off tomorrow night. I'm Joe Braverman and that's what's trending on WBEI and WBEI.com. It was not all negatives. It was not all bad news tonight in Foxborough or last night rather. There were some positives to be taken away and we'll get to those in just a few moments with Andy Hart's thumbs up and thumbs down. Who flashed, who dashed, who shined, and who ran out of time? We'll find out in just a couple of minutes from our resident By the way, are we, are we okay with the bell keeper for this week? Okay, all right, now here's the thing. Yes. Uh, a bit of a surprise, because I had heard that it was going to be a former player who I believe was supposed to have been in attendance with a particular food-based network tonight, working the lots or something like that. Hey, I heard it was going to be Vince Wilfork. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Kenny Chesney, country superstar, man who has rocked the razor one and many a time, becomes the second keeper of the light, following, of course, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady, last week. You liked it, Andy? Uh, I liked it. Yeah. I like, I mean, he's a guy that is tied into the Patriots, tied into Belichick, tied into football, has the boys of fall song. He's an FOK, friend of Kraft. Right. But Notice he's a I, didn't, Notice I didn't everything. pronounce what Fred F-O-K is. He, he's a legitimate football fan. Good thing you used that vowel instead of another one. Yeah, yes. I, it, I saw a lot of blowback and people mocking. Dude's a superstar. Yeah, he is. Dude's an absolute superstar. Now, whether you like country music or not, I don't really give a rat's ass. But you can at least acknowledge that he's a superstar. People it, were no, mocking no Shoes him. Nation? Rich Keefe was mocking it like, oh, really, quite a fall-off. Yes, Tom Brady well, is a goat. Well, it's to live up to. The, like, yes. Everything's a fall-off. But this is a star. And he has direct ties to Gillette Stadium. He's done 20 years worth of concerts or whatever the hell it is. Sold million-plus tickets at Gillette Stadium. So I liked it. I actually think you're going to have trouble keeping up this pace as you move forward with this idea. I think Vince Wilfork would have been a massive letdown. You go from Tom Brady to Vince Wilfork, well, I mean, and that's Vince not a Wilfork letdown? Vince Wilfork won a couple Super Bowls. That's He's fine. a beloved former Patriot. You don't Patriot, think that's a Patriots massive drop-off from Tom Brady? It's a drop. How massive. do you? I said how massive. Andy, do you- Andy. Anyone would have been a massive yeah, thank drop you. off. Thank Brady. you, thank you, Joe. My point is, yes, Kenny Chesney is a lot closer to Tom Brady than Vince well, Wilfork ben, is. How about Ben Affleck? Massive drop off. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's Ben Affleck. Jag. What are you talking? Jag. Jag. Stop it. Jag. You're, just, you're losing everybody. I'm just mediocre hearing- Batman at best. He, uh, first of all, he was far from a mediocre Batman. Number one and number two, he's an Academy Award winner. Does have my favorite line from that uh, Batman Superman movie. 
It's a men are good. Do you bleed? You will. It's a good line. That movie doesn't suck as much as people think it does. It's That's not true. great, but it doesn't no, suck as much. It's not great. Much. It's kind of like the Patriots. Yeah. It's not great, kind but of it doesn't a mess. suck as much as people think right no, now. It didn't let me down in the fourth. Oh, it kind of did let me down in the fourth. Oh, oh. Yeah, it was a mess at the end. Absolutely. <laughs> See, you know what? Actually, the Patriots are Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> should there have been, you go. Should be better. <laughs> There's your pop cultural equipment, people. All right, let's go back to the phones. Jesse is calling from Tampa. Hi, Jesse. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Um, I sell for Bill tonight. You know, the last two games, I mean, he keeps getting Mack and O'Brien the ball back in pivotal situations where they can either take the lead or or tie, and they're just not getting it done. I mean, we heard in the offseason how Patricia was the problem. I see the same issues right now. Mm-hmm. And I just think, you know, Bill and Mac Jones fans kind of suffer from the same thing. We're never going to win with a mid-quarterback. We can twist ourselves into a pretzel trying to create this super team so Mac will eventually be above average. But I just don't think he's the guy. What do you guys think? I agree. Uh, I appreciate I felt the call, that all Jesse. Along. Yeah, that's a, actually Jesse raises a great question. What's so what's so different from last year? You don't have tight ends running into each other. You don't have the bunching and the spacing issues with the wide receivers. But so far, the Patriots have scored twenty and seventeen points, so mm-hmm. they're averaging eighteen and a half points. Do you know how many points a game they averaged last season? Eighteen and a half. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, we'll that was see. against crappy teams. Mm-hmm. This is against a really good Better Eagles team. defense. I know and a probably pretty good Dolphins team in defense. Dolphins gave up 34 points last week. This week they gave to up To Justin 17. Herbert. Yes, I know, but most of it came and in Austin the form of Eckler. Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly, yeah. not Justin Herbert. Herbert wasn't great and last Vic week. Vic Fangio is new there, but is one of the more respected defensive minds in football in the last 10 or 15 mm-hmm. years. Yeah. So I think you did this against two pretty good teams. Um, By the way, the first two uh, games last year, uh, points total – uh, at Miami, seven. At Pittsburgh, 17. So they average. All right. So they're already, they're six and a half points better than the first two games last year. But you know what else they were last year, Joe? One and one. Yeah, but they don't get to pick their opponents. I know. I'm it's just a saying. Better that, Dolphins team. I'm just and a saying good they Eagles went on team. the road and they split. And now they were at home and they lost both. Are you trying to defend Matt Patricia? No. Is that is that where we're going down this road here? Paul from Rhode Island keeps calling back. Maybe he's had some more crystal Maybe ball. it's a different Paul. You don't think there's multiple Pauls in the state of Rhode Island? Nope. That is our call screener identifies the number and puts I the know, name up. I was up. just and kidding. Nope. There are plenty of Pauls in Rhode Island. We might hear from all of them at, the, at, at any point during the rest of the postgame show. Although time is fleeting. We have uh, just a few minutes left in this segment. Of course, the you know what is fleeting? Up. What's Confidence that? in the Patriots right now. I don't have Both much. internally and externally. I want to. I've asked this question each and every hour. You have not given me a good enough answer, so I'm just going to keep asking it until someone tells me something I want to hear. Who is going to be the person who leads the turnaround of this team? Robert Kraft. Great. Good night, everybody. That'll be the first. I mean, did you mean like small picture next week or the week after, or did you mean big picture? Because it's going to be Robert Kraft. I will turn that question on you. I find it very interesting, the old Parcellian style of uh, dealing with football teams. 8-6-0, this team is going to finish 4-13. and It could. I don't think that's outside the realm of possibility. No, everything. One thing I can tell you they're not going to do, finish 16-1 and or 17-0. That is 15 true. and 2 is still on the table. No, it isn't. It is. No, it is mathematically not. it is. No, no, no. Realistically, it is not. Joe is getting the shirts printed up right now. No shot. They're you sound like Tom Curran. They're going to sell like hotcakes. They're going <laughs> to sell. Overly optimistic. They're going to sell. How does Bill Belichick need to approach this team 14 right now? 14 and 3. Does he need to be hard ass? Or does this team need a um a little hug? A little, little arm around the shoulder? Well, a little, if there's one person talk. that's going to give you the old huggy pep talk, old huggy peps himself. I actually think if there's one person who's worse suited for that than me, it's Bill Belichick. It's Bill Belichick. <laughs>
Yeah, warm and fuzzy, not exactly. <laughs> no, what, what the, I don't the do it. And he don't do it, mm-hmm. and that would be my question: is is because I think that's what they need. You know who they need? They probably need a Matthew Slater pick me up. He doesn't get to. What's it's he funny. He do? doesn't get to talk to the team after the game. In a losing effort, he does the all oh, yeah get together yeah, what thing they do? when they win. How do we feel about losing another game that we had a chance to win, where we thought we had a first down with less than a minute left in enemy territory, but ultimately we didn't. Ah, oh, crap. No, I'm being serious. Like I think he I needs know. to, because he's the guy that can put things in perspective. That I think has a generally optimistic there before faith yep. faith fueled style mm-hmm. based on his big picture faith religiously. Yep. Of course. Um. I think this is might be Matthew Slater week. We must know the valleys before we get to the peaks. How can we know what it feels like to be up if we've never been down? Yes. Yeah, I, I feel like this is a Matthew Slater. Because I do think, again, I think both on the field and off the field, this team is a little bit on the precipice of could they just go in the could tank? Could they do, use a little team bonding? Yeah. The, Maybe a little pizza party? Uh, pizza? I like Where would you go? Where would you take him? Papa uh, Gino's? They already did the paintball thing. Oh, to- you mean just pizza? The tooch? Excuse me? <laughs> He's lost it. We can mark the time, 1.34 a.m. in 50 seconds. Nick Fitzy Stevens just flat out lost it. Don't worry. I've done shows like this in the past with Gary Tangway <laughs> when my co-host loses it and I have to carry their ass you, the rest where would of the you show. Go? Where should they go for the team bonding? Uh, oh, Dave and Bust? Yeah, that'd be Maybe bad. a little, uh, maybe a lady? Little... <laughs> <laughs> you said Bust. It's a thought in my head. Right, right, now used to work for Mo hovering over this dump button. Yeah, right. you should. Used to work for Mo Vaughn, right? Right. Well, until he flipped his car that one time. Well, you know, things Watch out for the on the Brandon's Bright. They probably have lemon way. pepper wings or whatever Wiggy likes to get at those types of How about of a little, uh, maybe go out to Apex? Apex would be a great place. Toss a couple axes, get sure. in uh, those fancy uh, Italian go-karts. I do think they need a little pick-me-up. Nice little, get some little buffalo wings. This is not the week for Bill to have them doing extra sprints and nope. things of that nature. I feel like they need a little pick-me-up. How about, the, maybe, maybe they could go to the movies together. Is Oppenheimer still playing? I don't think that's what they need. <laughs> Sing more of a comedy. <laughs> How would you guys affair. like to see your season? You're like, hey, you guys want to watch highlights from last Sunday? Here it is. Just three hours of just working towards the. Explosion. See, that's the negative tone around the team. I'm, I'm trying, trying to, fix. to make light of it momentarily when, in fact, we're all frustrated. Andy, Patriots fans have not. You, the last time the Pats won was against Miami. It was against Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson. Not really. So it really wasn't much of a real Miami win. It was on New Year's Day. Pats fans haven't seen a win in eight and a half months. It's rough. They're they're booing more than they're cheering. They keep getting brought to the edge only to have the rug pulled out from under them time and again. They're getting Lucy. Like, Pats fans are feeling like Charlie Brown now with Lucy pulling the ball away. Yes, I understand. Everything needs to come with the gr- giant grand disclaimer of the ultimate caveat. Yeah, we had it so good for so long. So, yeah, now we have to realize yeah, screw what it's that. like to be you everyone else. I'm know. tired of that now. No. Now this is a new season. It's a new time. You don't have to be spoiled, but you right. can also have expectations for a competitive team or a winning mm-hmm. team or a above 500. Like, that's okay. That is still the job. Like, there's no other job in America. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, where you can say, you know, I was good for, like, five years, mm-hmm. so I'd like to coast for, like, five now. Yeah, is it cool if like, I... If you're a house builder or a plumber... I had some of the best plumbing in the region for five years. So now I made, those leaks, just ignore those leaks. Right? I made people so much money. I was the best investor for a long time. Mind you, the market was doing really well, and anyone could have made money. Right. Just live off what you, live off what I made you then. What about now, though? You're killing what me. Job? Like, Is that okay? <laughs> it doesn't work. No. Like, so the real world says they are professionals. 
We hold them to high expectations, high standards. We are investing. Yep. Like as consumers, uh-huh. we invest in the product. So don't you want the product to be good? You don't buy a thing of ice cream and say, huh, that used to be good, but I'll keep buying it. It tastes like crap now, but I'm going to keep buying it because it used to be good. As soon as it tastes like crap, you stop buying the ice cream, you don't switch you? switch to a different one. Oh, they changed the recipe. Oh, okay, there are fewer chips in this bag. Right. I go somewhere else. Exactly. I take my business Shrinkflation has hit the Patriots. All right. Let's try to find a few things to be positive about Andy as we oh, okay, let's make go. our way near the end of the show. Here comes Andy Hart's world famous Never Miss Everyone loves to tune into it. Thumbs up and thumbs down on the night. You want to go thumbs down first so we can end on a positive note? Okay, we'll go thumbs down. Um, sneaky issue, I thought, in this game. Uh, I think they finished with four of them, but the penalties were a problem. Like yes. that, I would roll into the turnover mistake issue. Bill fixated on the turnovers, which I did in my headline as well. The turnovers cost you the game. But this team has to clean up the penalties, too. The Mapu one late. Mm-hmm. Not the worst thing I've ever seen. Can't happen. In that nope. situation where yards and time mm-hmm. matter... Don't give them 15 yards. Don't put yourself in that position. There was the Cole Strange hold mm. on the run by Mac Jones. Now yep. you're first and 20. You end up punting. Like you put, oh no, you ended up going for a field goal. So you, you put your, that was the 49 yard field goal. Maybe yep. that's a touchdown drive if you don't go first and 20. Let's play mm. first and 10. Cause I don't know if I've told you this, this team not good enough to overcome first and 20. Tom Brady teams, he just goes, oh, I'll get 10 on the first play, 10 on the second, and now mm-hmm. it's first down again. Not the way this team works. So those little penalties that sneak up on you. Ramondre Stevenson, mostly in short yardage, but also overall, Ramondre Stevenson not good enough right now. I put him as number one as the best player on the Patriots on my ranking the roster 1 to 90. I want my vote back because he is not the best player on the Patriots right now. And if he is, that's a problem because he is averaging, uh, what, two point something yards a carry last week, three yards a carry this week. And most importantly, on these short yard runs, when you're getting eight or nine yards on first down and you have Ramondre Stevenson, you should get a first down on second. Yeah. Not pitter-patter, pitter-patter. Oh, let's measure. Oh, we're short. But now we have to do line. a toss on third where, down. Where's going to go? And then why would we call a toss crack? Oh, my God. That's Just part power of the up though. the gut. Yeah, but you wouldn't have had the toss on third down if he had gotten the first down on second down. Andy, oh. would your new number one be on the thumbs up list? Uh, is it Bryce Beringer? If oh my god, if we're focusing no, on how kidding. good the punter, no, uh, but it's pretty good time. though. He is uh, good. Thank God for him in a lot of ways. The defense. Jake Bailey also, by the way, had a decent night. Kicking. He was fine. Where, why come we can't you guys like better. that? Yeah. Our punter's better. I'll take Beringer. Um, the defensive speed, I didn't think measured up to the overall team speed of the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. No need to talk about that. And then Demario Douglas, feel bad for you, young fella. I'm mm-hmm. sure you'll learn from it, be better for it. He seemed to address it head on in the post game locker room, unlike his coach. Um, you just can't have that fumble. That changes the game there. That's an yep. extra possession. Again, not good enough to overcome it. Now right. let's get to some positives. Give me some thumbs up. The most positive thing of the night was... Thumb me up, bro. Brendan Schooler's um, field goal block. That was sick. Which absolutely came at the work of Joe Judge and mm-hmm. Cam Acord. I don't want to just give it to Schooler because nope. somebody drew that up. Mm-hmm. Now our buddy Mike Cadlick was like, I can't wait to see that on the All-22. I do as well because I want to see what Schooler was doing when he was out lingering off the left side of the block unit. Like, was he pretending he was leaving the field? Was he pretending to argue with the coaches? But yeah. we saw, Andy, we saw on the uh, missed field goal for Miami, he did the same thing, and the camera mm-hmm. caught him just no, like he actually ready the, for the play. Yeah, but what about the se- the first time? How did yeah. they sell it the first time to it make it work so Christian well? It was past Christian Wilkins, too, it's, wasn't it's it? Interesting. That's a big guy to have out there on the like on the wing on a uh pat- is he their wing kick protection yeah i think so really yeah that doesn't sound right i i'm pretty sure that's what i heard on the radio when i was driving on my way uh, in here to wrong. the studio that's bad bad radio oh okay 
Um, but that well, well drawn up, well executed. I mean, he could have. We'll blo- so he- see about that. Oh, so no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brennan Schooler, great this job. Might be my favorite hour. Uh, Christian, when you lose it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm going to do. Drunk. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do on the way home. Swing by the Tooch. <laughs> No, you're not. Uh, Christian Gonzalez, your number one cornerback, your first round pick, has had to answer the challenge two straight weeks. Keep it serious. I'm trying to talk football here. Um, met the challenge yet again. Interception, first career interception, out jumping yep. um, Hill on an underthrown ball, mm-hmm. kind of an arm punt, as you like to call yes. them. But still, he caught it. He made it pay. Um, he's met the challenge two weeks in a row. And in all seriousness, the rookie kicker and the rookie punter did their yeah. jobs. Yeah, like, Chad Ryland. 49 yard field goal, boom, nailed it. First NFL field goal attempt. Bam! 49 yards to the used-to-be tough end of the field to kick. I don't know if it is anymore because no, they put it is a big definitely TV. Ch- the, the big TV and the beer hall have changed the wind pattern. Yeah. So he nailed that, and Beringer had like a 58-yard punt. Then he had like a 38-yarder that was downed at the 8. So he's showing you he can be situationally aware and situationally functional. So your special teams, you invested in them, so they should be better. You drafted these mm-hmm. guys to do these jobs, doing these jobs. And then I'm going to give credit to the tight ends. Through two games, yeah. I think they've been somewhat consistent, led Especially by Hunter, Hunter Henry. Henry. Then Gasicki's chipped in a little. And then Gasicki, I'm going to give him credit for the heads he play. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Came really close. He held up long enough to lateral to Cole Strange. Right. Cole Strange did everything he could in the future, Cole, in case you happen to leap up into the air, making an athletic play, trying to extend a lateral to get a first down to help preserve your team's chances to pull off a miraculous come-from-behind tie or victory. Please lead with the ball. Don't tuck it into your belly. Are you and then criticizing our short yardage guard? <laughs> Stevenson can't get short yardage runs. I mean, I would say Cole Strange was better. No tooch for you, Cole Strange. <laughs> You're just in love with the tooch, huh? <laughs> Jeez. Hey, Andy, we're looking for sponsors. Oh, I'll, any food sponsor is a good sponsor. <laughs> any fine. Especially any, at 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At this point now, you're starving, you're punch drunk, you're delirious. Oh, my goodness. All right, so the highlight of your thumbs up would be Christian Gonzalez. Christian Gonzalez and then the singular play made by the special teams unit. That was a really well-designed, well-executed, because mm-hmm. it is, there's timing there. Schooler's running in mm-hmm. from the left side. Mm-hmm. Like, if he runs in too late, now he's got to stop, and now he's lost his momentum. He timed right. it really well. He's very good, as as he is referred to by the great Matthew Slater, and he'll be on tomorrow uh, tomorrow evening, I believe, on the, or is he a part of the afternoon program now? Afternoon program. Oh, he's not on the evening program. No. He's part of the afternoon program. I'll be part of the evening program. Yes, you will. You and I switching to, it up this week. It was supposed to be a my little shift. dance. Make it a little love. Whoa, that's Get not the way it's going to go. No, we're going to actually hang up tonight in just a couple minutes, folks. When we come back, we'll have the Cars for Kids player of the game. We'll give you a not-too-early, not-too-soon preview of what to expect during Jets week and put a bow on this puppy. Patriots lose 24-17 to the Dolphins, 0-2 to start the 2023 season. Both losses coming at the Razor with the fancy new lighthouse and TV screen. This is Fitzy and Hart with the Six Rings Post Game Show, wrapping things up here on WEEI. Last couple minutes here on a robust, emotional, informative, at times goofy Six Rings Post Game Show on WEEI, Boston Sports Original. Andy just gave you the thumbs up, thumbs down. We took a lot of interesting calls tonight. <laughs> Led as always by word. Lynn from Walpole and, of course, Paul from Rhode Island. The Crystal Bottle. Yeah, Good afternoon. Work? Good morning. How are you? I don't know. There's a lot of goofy stuff. Pats fans are just in a weird place, Andy. Yeah. And, again, when I ask you a question as simple as, 
Who will be the one to lead the Patriots out of the new darkness? I told that they you, Robert Kraft. How? How can he's Cleaning not a player? House. Is that what it's going to come to? No. Are we just are we locked into this forevermore until change sweeping change is brought about at the Razor? So somebody tweeted me during the game. That true or false? Okay. The quarterback who will lead the Patriots to their next playoff win is in either college or high school right now. Hmm. It's a good question. True or false? True. I think there's a good possibility of that. Mac Jones plays like this, ends up throwing 25 touchdowns, 14, 15 picks, 3,850 yards. You pick up the fifth-year option? Probably not. So he's not your franchise quarterback. Are they making the playoffs this year? No. So he's not winning this well, year. Well, then if you I had pick to up bet right now. Option, now he's a lame duck quarterback. Hey, now listen. He's Daniel Jones. Hey, you're the one who pointed out earlier, bro, that the last time they went 0-2, it was 2001. We're so not we've doing got, that. We just did it. We're not doing that. You just that. can't do that, bro. Yeah, come on. Come We're on, bro. That, you just bro. can't do that, bro. Oh, wait. But the problem with that idea is Mac Jones didn't get knocked out by a hard-hitting linebacker with a sheer blood vessel, and Bailey Zappi or Malik Cunningham didn't come in tonight. No. So, therefore, already uh-huh. that script, uh-huh. crumble, 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 throw what it in about, the basket. What about next week at, at Jet Life Stadium? And here comes Tom Brady. I don't think that's to enjoy either. the game as a although we did learn Delta. he is available because his paperwork to become part owner of the Raiders has not been finalized. Oh, it has not. No, is he leaving himself out there? That rascal. Probably that's what he does. He's a bit of an attention whore. Everyone who said like, oh, he doesn't look like he's in good enough shape. He could come in right now and be one of the top fifteen quarterbacks in the NFL. Is he better than Mac right now? Yes. Okay, that's all we need to know. Do they win that game tonight once again with Tom Brady? Yes. I'm just trying not to cry. It is what it is. Time now for the Cars for Kids player of the game. Of course, it's brought to you by, oddly enough, Cars for Kids. If you, do- <laughs> Where did my host go? I have a very mediocre host. <laughs> what are you talking You're about? You're a Patriots-esque host. Stop it. That was You're funny. fine, that but was funny. in the end, you don't get the that job done. That was joyful. There's at least three people laughing now in our audience of seven. It's late. If you donate your car today, it can be picked up as soon as tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com, that's cars with a K, or call 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Remember, that's cars with a K. Andy, Cars for Kids player of the game. Christian Gonzalez, your first-round pick, number one cornerback, met the challenge yet again, first career interception. Um, Good job on defense tonight, losing three Joneses in the secondary as well, playing alongside Miles Bryant. He held up quite well. Yep. I agree. He deserves the car for the day. Good job. And I ask you this, Andy. What's going to be the theme? What's going to be the feeling? What's going to be the mood heading into Jets week? Clean week. Clean week. We turn the page to the Jets, mm-hmm. and you have to play a clean week. If you play clean football, you will go on the road, and you will beat the New York Jets, but it starts with you. It's not the opponent. We're going to get some of that before you can win. You have to not lose. Go not lose at the Jets. It is now a 15-game season. Let's forget the first two, even though those are losses that count on the Patriots' permanent record. Go out there one game at a time. It's a one-game season. Maybe Zach Wilson will throw three interceptions to you, just like he did to the Cowboys today. All right, thanks for the help earlier, Taz man. Joe Braverman, great job as always. Andy at Jumbo Heart, good work by you. We'll hear you on the Rich Keefe Show this week, as I will as well, your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens at Fitzy GFY saying goodnight and thanks for listening to the Six Rings postgame show. Pats lose 24-17 to the Fish. They're 0-2 on the season. We're on to the Jets. Take me home.